Hello and welcome to the Remarkable Lives podcast. Over the course of this series, I'll be interviewing some of the most extraordinary people alive today and finding out what makes them tick. So who's my guest this week? Jean-Luc Mirage is the country's premier pickup artist in the Bedfordshire area. The self-confessed professor of Poontang has spent the last 10 years giving advice and lectures to some of the loneliest men around. Jean-Luc Mirage, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? Jean-Luc Mirage, what made you become a pickup artist? I would say it was my father. Okay. Um, he, the man was a Lothario. He mm. came to the UK uh, in the late 80s. He had a lineup of women. He was like a sailor. Every port mm. was a different fanny. Is there a port in Bedford, I hear you say? There's, there's not a port in Bedford, um, but there is a canal. And if you take a barge through that canal, then um, you're going to find yourself some lovely ladies. He did, uh, in the form of my mother. Um, it wasn't actually until I was 21 that I met him. It, you, it wasn't a close relationship? No, 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 not at all. He 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 slept with my mother. Mm. He impregnated her. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he then left, um, which I personally think is what's made me the man I am today. Yeah. Before anything else, can I just say, I respect women. Okay. And I think I've got that from my mother. Yeah. She was a beautiful lady. Mm. Um, curves in all the right places. It's led me to just respect and and have a longing for a beautiful woman with a beautiful body. Mm. Would your father not respect women? It, as, as I was going to say, I mean, it's I was 21 years old when I visited his... Um, his place of residence now, uh, which is in Perpignan in France. Okay. Um, it's a lovely castle. Uh, it's called the Chateau Neuf de Chat, mm. uh, which means uh, the cat of the castle. Uh, that's a rough translation. I, I'm not 100% sure on that. But um, every room in that place was different. Uh, mm. There was a sex dungeon. There was um, the fellatio room, the anal penetration. All to do with sex, obviously. Was this just his normal residence or did he... Was this like a sex community he'd sort of created? Well, he'd bring people in on holidays. Um, they, you know, they'd come from from far and wide. Families? Um, no, I, w- I would never. I'd never say young families. Um, maybe sort of like a slightly older family. The parents are in their fifties and the kids in their twenties. But they would separate off. Obviously, you know, it's not. It's, there's no incest taking place. And so, how long did you stay with him? Therefore, I was there for a week, and in that week, I saw quite frankly, some of the strangest, ugliest, but then also most beautiful and passionate things I'd ever seen in my life. And that had an incredible effect on you. Huge effect. I was actually at the time, um, I'd been with a girl for three years. Her name was Caitlin and she was beautiful. I was in love with her. Mm. Um, she would never perform oral sex on me. Mm. And I finished with her because on that holiday, I experienced oral sex that would have blown the balls off a midget. So at these lectures and seminars you give, what's the first thing you teach one of these men who come to you for advice? Well, I mean, you know, it varies from every client. Um, You bring me a man who's in shape. uh, He dresses well. It's a whole different ball game to if I bring in a man who's really ugly 
and dresses like a tramp. Mm. Um, straight away with that, I've got a, I've got to look at surgery. I've got to look at taking the man out on Oxford Street for the day, mm. taking him to Top Man, taking him to you know River Island. Well, River Island, sure, Giacomo, a lot of them because mm. they're the bigger gent. Of course, all that comes out of their own pockets, and they're happy to do it as long as they're the end of the day. They know they're going to be ending up with these, quite frankly, stunning women. How much does the course cost? It varies from person to person. Oh, you charge different. Well, the package does vary. I mean, if you, if you know, if I have to spend three weeks waiting for you to get your nose done, I, you know, I've got to live. Hmm. (laughs) Some of the techniques you've been teaching these men are should we say risque and mm. you've come under fire for them mm. what what were these techniques and how would you defend your actions well listen um i'm a very spiritual person okay but when i say spiritual i don't mean in, in jesus christ i don't mean in in buddha i don't mean in in jar mm. what i mean is in the elements I, I work in fire water ice earth grass a little bit like you know pokemon each of these elements have such key things to really charm a woman and make a woman feel safe, but also sexy. Mm. One of the techniques that I, I was teaching in a seminar last year was um, if you're out in a bar um, and you're, you've got a drink, simply slip an ice cube down the back of a girl's trousers and straight away it'll make her jump, but she'll remember you. But some of the other techniques are even more extreme than that. You, you're, you're teaching men to throw grass into women's faces. By throwing grass in a woman's face, straight away, you're making her smell it and you're making her feel it. You set a woman's hair alight. That was an accident. I, again, another one of the techniques, hold a lighter under a woman's hand and dare her to see how long she can hold it over there. Um, she was asleep. She had a lot of hairspray on. How many women do you think you have slept with, roughly, well, over the years? I mean, listen, um, I lost my virginity at 18, mm. and it was to that first love of mine, Caitlin. She was, um, she was, you know, one of the most beautiful women I've ever... But I've actually, I've written a list of all of the women that I've slept with, so just bear me one second and I'll just grab that list. So you, ha- you have actually written a list? Yeah, yeah, I've written the list up because um, I just felt that, you know... It was worth me telling you all of them. Okay. You're just going to read off this list? Yeah, I'll read, I'll read the names off the list. Okay. So there was Caitlin, Rachel, Sarah P, Trish. She was actually 12 years older than me. And she, she actually taught me everything I knew. Yeah. Uh, and everything I know now. Yeah. Um, she was 45 uh, and I was 20. Charlie. Charlie with an I. Charlie with an IE. And then you've got Sarah H, Naomi P, uh, Juliet, Sophie, Lily, Judith. Again, another older lady. Alice, Claire, Kirsty, Helen, Helena, Sophia, uh, Miss Eden. She was one of my uh, teachers at school. She played a flute. A beautiful lady. Emma T, Emma B, Emma C. Uh, a lady called Samantha, uh, Ruth, Bryony, uh, Lucky, very adventurous girl. <laughs> uh, Jessica, Rebecca, Hannah. Then there was another Hannah. Uh, Ellen, Sarah I, Celine, Katie, Stephanie, Zara, Chloe, Amelia, Daisy, Georgie, Camille, Cassie, Claudia, uh, Eva, Alison, Bethany, Betty. There was a girl called Rain, coincidentally. girl called July. Actually, she was born in July. It was her birthday when I slept with her. Um, lovely warm summer's night, that. 
Um, Annie, Michelle, Gemma, Nikki, Isabel, Crystal. Met her at a Crystal Palace game. Is this... Sorry, is this going to go on much longer? Because it's... No, there's a few I have a few more more questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a few more. Uh, Toria, Victoria, Vicky, Diana, Molly, Grace, Millie, Rebecca P, uh, Lucy and Kate M. (coughs) Sorry? No, sorry. (coughs) I'm just coughing. Carry on. They were sisters, same time, beautiful night. Uh, Polly, Rosie, Hattie, Jennifer, Nicole, Cheryl, Haley, Harriet, Jill. And uh, actually this morning I've slept with a girl called Holly. And if I'm correct, that's 75 today. 75 women that I've slept with. And um, I also just listed down their nationalities as well, just quickly. if you, you know, You're not going to go through all of them, are you? No, no, no. I, I mean, I've just got a list of their nationalities. Not all of them one by one, but just a general... Okay. I, th- I don't really know what point this is proving, but okay. Well, oh, quick, go on then, quick. Uh, English, Welsh, Scottish, Irish, French, Spanish, Italian, Australian, Polish, Swedish, Russian, American, Dutch, Japanese, German, Brazilian, Ghanaian, uh, Bayesian, the island of Barbados, the Bayesian women, and Indo-Canadian. She was from Canada, but she was Indian. Okay. So that, I mean, that's just I mean, a I quick wasn't, list. Of, I wasn't expecting of... such a comprehensive answer, to Well, be I mean, I like to envisage every single woman that I've been with. And mm. by making a list like this and putting it up in my room, mm. um, I really get an idea. And, you know, sometimes when I'm sleeping with women in, in my bedroom and I see that list... I, th- I think back to times that I've maybe done a, a girl in a certain way, uh, mm. or I've pleasured a girl in a certain way, and it it completely it opens my eyes and it opens their eyes as well. But this actually brings me on to something because I mean, far be it from me to judge you, or I don't mean, but you're not classically sort of handsome. Would that be fair to say? Okay. Um, You're not, if I looked at you, I, I wouldn't think, think that you handsome. would be successful with women. Right. You're, how would you describe the way you look? Uh, rough and ready. Okay. Even that, I feel, is somehow compliment, complimentary than I would... I mean, that... that how would you describe me? Let's, prob- let's, say, let's turn the tables um, a little bit. Well, well, honestly, I'd say heavily overweight. Okay. Well, that's... I mean, that's an opinion. Um, when, have you uh, have you never heard of the term? Once you've had fat, you never go back. I haven't, but it's. I mean, it's not. I mean, what 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 height are you? Five seven. I'm six foot. Um, I I don't know where this is going to be honest. Because, listen, I've been with many a woman, different sizes, different colors, different creeds. Mm. All of them to me are beautiful. Okay, I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you where I'm going with this. Okay, okay, yeah, go on, let me know, because it's really intriguing me as to where you're going with this. Well, I'll tell I you. mean, quite frankly, you're being quite rude. Okay. But, um, I'll tell you where I'm going with this. Okay, go on. You aren't an attractive man. Okay, I'm just for the record, because obviously this is, you know, podcast and people can't see. You're not a sp- particularly attractive man. And, um, you, you know, you it's well known that one of the good things about your service is, is you also show your failures you know when when uh, people come to your seminars and things or you take people out in the street or you have your tv show people see you failing with women as well sure. and, and which is it's like when you see a magician fail and, sure. and you go okay that's interesting they've left that in but the thing is y- your failures 
when I was going back through the tapes, outnumber your successes almost 10 to 1. Well, listen, my failures... Well, let me finish a second. When you actually look at your tapes, you very, very, very rarely pick up a woman. And, I mean, you've listed off names there, but that's could be easily made up. So you've seen my videos, have you? I've seen some of your videos. But my question to you is, would you consider yourself a successful pickup artist? When, when... I'll let the list... I know, but that, say everything there, that's surely. just a list you've written out in in pen on on the back of a bit of paper. I don't. I mean, that's not a fact. I mean, well, I mean, I've li- I've written this one in in pen, but I've got one at home that's typed out. I, I don't think you're following my argument, really. Okay, listen. What I think you're trying to get at is you're trying to say, Jean Luc, you're not necessarily. The Ryan Gosling of this world. You're not necessarily the George Clooney. Yeah, I'm saying you're unattractive. And I get that. I get that. But what I don't get is your point. Okay. Okay. The the point Shall is we... the point is there's been claims from other parties that this is all just smoke and mirrors, and actually even you yourself are terrible with women, and you are it's the blind leading the bind, and you're teaching these men terrible techniques that have not helped you and and aren't useful in the real world. Who said that? People. I mean, if you're going to claim to me this is just a list and it's there's no, you know, there's no backup here. Hmm. Where's your backup here? You're just saying people. I, I don't know quite what you What do you you want me to I'd like a some list names. with 75 names on it which well, I've written down. Okay, here here's a list. Barry, Steve, John, they've all said it. Besides the point. This is besides the point. This is I mean, listen, I have had some failures. And admittedly, admittedly, you do get a lot, but you're working on a game of numbers. Okay. Mm. If I go up to, say, 200 women in a week, yeah, I see them on the street, I see them on the bus, I even see them at work, and I have a quick little flirt, and I have a quick little moment with them, mm. not all of them are going to like that. Not all of them are going to be, you know reciprocating the the flirt how many out of a hundred do you think how many out of a hundred what are interested are you then talking into bed well i i I went in at 200 okay how many out of 200 three we did mention it earlier but you have written a book i have a bestseller yeah well i mean you know there's a lot of men out there, mm. and uh, what's th- it called? Well, the book actually is—it's um, combining two of my favourite things. It's okay. combining uh, women, and it's combining food. And I—I I feel that food is—they say food's the way to a man's heart. Totally wrong. Food's the way to a woman's pussy, which is why the book's named "Pussy on a Plate." It's mm. basically um, a selection of uh, a selection of recipes, which I've collated. There are other people's recipes, but it's, it's, I've collated them together. I've taken Instagram pictures of them mm. and I've put, I've hashtagged them. I've hashtagged them pussy on a plate and, um, they're guaranteed to get a, a woman into bed. Um, you know, not only are there sort of mains, starters and puddings, one of my favorite sections is towards the back. Uh, and some people would have put this section towards the front because, you know, logically it should work at the front, but it doesn't because it's breakfast. Breakfast is going to happen with these women after you've oh, slept I with see. them. So I yeah. put it at the back of the book. That's, you see what I've yeah. done? Does it upset you that Delia Smith has been petitioning 
around the country in well, listen, bookshops trying to get this? Delia, here's my thing with Delia. She's she's over the hill. Okay. She's had her time. It's come and gone. Um, but a lot of them are her recipes. You've taken word for word from her books. I found it in my mum's kitchen, the book. And it's it's a good book. There's some really great recipes in there. And especially for the breakfast stuff, she does a whole section on eggs. But, but all, you know, I'm not attacking you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. But all you've done is taken a Delia Smith recipe book and just added some sort of erotic words now and again. Like, it, it, it doesn't even make sense. Like, you're not even given advice. It's just, this is how you boil an egg and the word fanny at the end. A lot of these guys don't know how to cook. And if I, if I'm taking, you know, a section about boiling an egg and I say, boil the egg for three to four minutes, if you like it runny, like a fanny, I don't see what the problem is here. I mean, Delia didn't invent eggs. I don't think we're going to agree on this. Well, Delia, listen, because Delia didn't invent eggs and she didn't invent putting an egg in water and boiling it, did she? I mean... I know, but you've got pictures of her still. I mean, it's in the book. She's a... In her heyday, she was a very attractive lady. And these men need to know that women equal food equal women equal food. Okay, let's just move on. Um, You've got a... TV series out. Obviously, I referenced it earlier. Um, name of the TV series? Slut Hunters. Slut Hunters. Uh, can you see why this is offending people? Honestly, no. Okay. You. Re- so you. I mean, you're happy to advocate, you know, bargain hunters. Yeah, I. I am actually. I think bargain hunters and slut hunters is. I think they're two very different. Well, I mean, originally that the name of that show was going to be Bargain Broad Hunters. You know. Hmm. Uh, you've but got a, you've you're, got a, you've got a, uh, you've got a big, big man with a fake tan, and he's talking to a lot of women each time, and he's talking about how much money they earn and how much money they want to spend on stuff. You know, there's nothing different about that than there is in my show, except we're not talking about how much money we're going to get for their old Chester drawers. We're talking about how we can go around feeling the their chest. chest, right? I see, or drawers. Obviously, there's legal implications and we can't go into it. So I'm just going to ask you one question. Answer it however you want. What happened in that hotel room? Listen, legally, I'm not allowed to say anything. I've said that. I'm saying it again because I need people to know that I can't say anything legally. Give me one sentence of what went on in that hotel room. No animals were hurt. You're a man who courts controversy. I am a man, correct. Who courts controversy? Will you agree to that as well? Um, okay, it doesn't matter. Let me finish the question. There's now accusations today from in the papers from this morning saying that you are threatening to release a sex tape that you've made with Judy Finnegan. Is there any truth in this? You're you're willing to break up a marriage of <clears throat> well, an entire listen, family for for money? Are you blackmailing her? Or? Early two thousand and three, um, I was actually on the Rich and Judy show, Channel Four, mm. uh, not physically in person, but I was in that on that game that they used to play where um, they would have a word behind them. Oh yeah, and they had to guess what the word was through description. Mm. Now, um, one of them was Beaver. To which I said, fluffy little thing downstairs. Now, 
it took Rich in a little moment, but Judy straight away said Beaver. And as soon as I knew that, I knew that she was going to be, you know, a bit of work. She was going to be a naughty little minx. Mm. Uh, did, I mean, we slept together. Yes. Um, I've, I've got the tape, but this was an interview last week. I said that I was going to release the, the footage. Since then, there's been, you know, a few, I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of my friends, my family. They've paid you the money, basically, haven't they? Judy and Rich and Judy. Yeah. They have, yeah. So you're not going to release it now? <clears throat> or are you still going to release it? I'm not going to release it for the time being. Because it's brought me, you know, six months on my rent. So, uh, you know, I'm down in the, in the sunny town of London for another six months because of them. And, and I, and I, I can't fault them for that. They've, they've made the right decision. I mean, okay. Uh, you're quite a despicable human being at times, Jean. If I, what, okay. I, what I'm struggling to rectify in my mind is when we had tea and coffee here before, because obviously I have a tea with the guests before they come on and sure. put them at ease. So, I mean, you're, you're a lovely chap and I just don't understand why you're, you're doing this and where this is coming. It doesn't seem like the real you. Uh, okay. Uh, listen, we, we, sh- we shared, a, we shared a cup of tea. Sure. Uh, we may have snacked on a bourbon or two. What I, what I, what I told you in the time that it was quiet and the time that it was just me and you, there's, there's truth there. There's longing there. But there's no way of making money there. Are you happy? Now? Yeah, now. I fear that I'm not. But I feel like I am. Okay, that's... That sound was my producer actually just coming in. She's just handed me an email yeah what's her name please leave her out of this she's just handed me an email from caitlin can i read this out loud oh okay well um i'm gonna read it out loud either way okay. i was just that was almost rhetorical sure but it just says jean Luke, i don't know who you are anymore never contact me again okay listen um can I speak to Caitlin here? Can speak, I speak? Imagine I mean, all I, I, me. all I would say is Caitlin, baby. Uh, Kate, Katie, K dot T. I will give all this up in a second if you take me back. I made a mistake. I'm happy to admit that I've made a mistake now because day in, day out, I crave to be with you again. And to just have one night where I spoon you. There's no sex involved. I just simply wrap you up in my big love, hold you, and give you a small kiss on the cheek goodnight. That's all I care about, and that's all I want. And if you turn around to me tomorrow and you say, Jean-Luc, Johnny, Joli Mirage, come back. I'll give it all up tomorrow, and I'll cancel Pussy on a Plate. Obviously, we aren't sure if this is your Caitlin who's emailed this, just for the record. But um, So I could have been saying that to any Caitlin? E- yes. Right, what if I get some big fat heifer called Caitlin turn up on my door, 
looking for a spoon. That's the last thing I want. Um, we didn't really drop the ball here, think, buddy. Yeah, we really didn't dropped think the ball. This segment through. Okay. Really. What? How's it spelled? With a C. Great start. What's the next letter? A. Go on, keep going. I. Yep. T. Yep. T. Only one T in my Caitlin's. Okay. Jean-Luc Mirage, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Pleasure. Sorry it's been a feisty affair, but I'd like to think some of my words today have got through to you, maybe? Yeah, sure. I mean, what you've said has really opened my eyes. So you might think about a change of, change of career? I've always fancied being an architect. Great. Great. I mean, I'd really like to see you doing that. And maybe treating women with more respect in the future? Definitely not. Definitely not.